A man is not old until he stops learning. When you stop learning, you start dying. Learning is the key to greatness. Join us every Sunday at Global Impact Church for three great services, 7 a.m., 9 a.m., and 11 a.m. At The Goodland, Ifako Bus Stop, Oworonshoki, Ogbudu Expressway, Lagos, Nigeria. Host, Yemi and Bimbo Davids. For inquiries, visit www.globalimpactng.org. Global Impact Church. Think greatness. Achieve greatness. Can we just wave our hands wherever we are this morning, wherever you are joining in, just to love Him, to worship Him, to bless Him. In Jesus' mighty name, we have given thanks. In Jesus' mighty name, we have given thanks. God's people shouted a louder, Amen. Please put your hands together for Jesus this morning. Hallelujah. Uh, I came in a little bit uh, late into the service. Have we greeted each other? Can we, can we greet each other? How many people did we greet? Let's greet eight people. Since it's uh, August 8th, just like jab their hands, you know, just play as safe as you can. But make sure you are smiling. It's uh, eight people minimum. Yes. And do your best to smile. Welcome this global audience. Uh, you're joining in from Zambia, from Zimbabwe, from South Africa, from UK, from Goodland, from Suruleri, from Lekki, from everywhere. Let's put our hands together for ourselves. Welcome to the month of August. You may please have your seat. Uh, I want to share a bit. I, I still want us to have more time to praise God um, in this uh, particular service. I want to thank God for the new month of August. Um, I just want to remind us God's agenda for the year, God's agenda for the season uh, is multiplication. And sometimes in June, if you can remember, we prayed and fasted for seven days and it was on divine instruction. Uh, the Holy Spirit uh, said to me that yesterday is gone, uh, a new dawn is here. And it was, we tagged it, new dawn, prayer, and fasting. So I believe that as we crossed into July, we have entered a new dawn. We have entered a new season. And I want to talk a bit more about that new dawn realities, the fact that God is doing a new thing in our midst, even as we praise and thank Him today. Uh, of course, God has multiplication on His mind I, I realized that from the book of Genesis, God has always been focusing on multiplying his creation. If you look at Genesis chapter 1, verse 22, uh, I think many of us are familiar with that. If you can have it also on the screen, it says, and God blessed them, that is male and female, 
and, and, and said to them, be what? Be fruitful. Are you there this morning? What did he say? Okay, be? Ah, you're not saying it fruitfully. You're not saying it in a fruitful way. One, two, go. Yes, it was like a command. He blessed them. Be fruitful and multiply. Now, multiply is our prophetic word for the year 2021, setting the pace for what God wants to do uh, this decade. He says, be fruitful and multiply. Fill the waters in the sea and let fall. You know, you see, mult and multiply in the earth. If you check other verses, it was talking about multiplying. So I believe that God has multiplication on his mind. Deuteronomy 8, verse 13. Uh, it says, when your gold and your silver is multiplied, when your herds and your flocks multiply, and when all that you have is multiplied. We're reading Deuteronomy 8, verse 13. It says, I mean, it says, when your herds and your flocks multiply. It's talking about business multiplication, opportunities, open doors of opportunities, uh, clients. In our said, and your silver and your gold are multiplied. That is cash. I pray that in August, you will experience multiplication of cash. Yeah. That your amen is not, is not good. Yeah. Okay, let's do it this way. I prophesy that we will all, including the person standing here, we will all experience multiplication of resources in August. It will come by divine favor. It will come by divine promotion. It will come by productive ideas, creative ideas, in the name of Jesus Christ. He said, when your herds and your flocks multiply, now even this church will experience multiplication this month. When your herds and your flocks multiply and your silver and your gold are multiplied, I believe that this verse could have been one of the longest verses in scriptures. But God had to summarize and said, and all that you have is what? Multiplied. Meaning your joy will multiply, your peace will multiply, your wisdom will multiply in the name of Jesus Christ. So God has multiplication on his mind. In the book of Acts chapter 6 verse 7, Acts chapter 6, verse 7, it was talking about the church, how God began to multiply the church. So I believe that even as a church, as a ministry, God is set to multiply us. Uh, from this season, we're going to experience explosive multiplication. We're reading from Acts chapter 6, verse 7. Then the word of God spread. It is my prayer that the word God has given to us will spread to the earth this month in the name of Jesus. More nations will open up to the word of the covenant that God has given to us in the name of Jesus. Said so then the word of God spread and the number of the disciples did what? Multiplied greatly in Jerusalem. Of course, you can replace Jerusalem with uh, Lagos or South Africa or uh, Abuja or Lekki, you know. It's, and then the word of God spread and the number of disciples multiplied greatly in Jerusalem and the great uh, many of the priests were obedient to the faith. So you find that this multiplication covers every aspect. The, the church of Jesus Christ multiplying, uh, your opportunities multiplying, your joy multiplying, your silver and gold multiplying. So I believe that God has multiplication 
on his mind. And many of us have experienced some measure of testimonies before now. You've seen some uh, amazing increase during the retired conference. This church experienced some kind of multiplication. I got the list of people that just joined the church. It's just increasing by, by the day. So I believe that God had already started the multiplication work. But, you know, between now and December, it's going to grow in momentum in the name of Jesus Christ. It's going to grow stronger. In fact, this August, you will not miss the multiplication package for this August in the name of Jesus. So let's look at keys to multiplication. I was preaching somewhere, and one of my friends said, ah, Pastor Yemi, ever since I met you, you're always preaching keys. I didn't even realize it. He said, everywhere, from university, five keys. There's always a key. <laughs> and, I mean, everybody has, they have their own, like, pattern that God has given them. But let, let's look at that word, keys. If everything was accessible, everyone would be enjoying it easily. If everything was that accessible, everyone will be, you see it everywhere on the street. The reason some people cannot enter your room that you left is because you've locked it. And if they don't have the key, they have to break in. So, there are, there are, so, so in Matthew 16, I think verse 17, Matthew 16 verse 17, you now realize why Jesus said, I have given you the keys of the kingdom. Not one key, there are keys. Look at this. Uh, is that correct? Matthew 16 verse, is it verse 17 or verse 18? If you can let me find it. Um, it says, I have given you the keys of the kingdom. And I like that. The keys. Not one key. That means there are keys to healing. The keys to get saved. How do you get saved? Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and he will do what? He, and, and confess with your mouth and you'll be saved. You don't come to church, for instance, and you're not saved. And then drop money on the altar and say, uh, I'm saved. That is not the key to salvation. The key to salvation is believe on the Lord in your heart that he died for you and you what? confess, and then you open the door of salvation. He says, and I will give you the keys. That's plural. Keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you lose on earth will be loosed in heaven. One version says, whatever you allow on earth will be allowed in heaven. So there are keys to promotion, keys to favor, keys to multiplication. And as you have, you know, no matter how, sometimes you get to a particular place, you see a gigantic, big uh, room, you know, and then you just find a door, isn't it? And then you, you, they give you the key. It's always small, most of the time. And then with that little thing in your hand, you open it and enter the vast house. Keys are very powerful. If you don't have it, you don't have it. So anytime you are studying the, the Bible, I want you to watch out for keys. Don't just rejoice at the um, promises. People like it. And he says, with long life, he will satisfy me. Wow, that is great. But there, is, there are keys to longevity. He said, honor thy father and thy mother, that it may be what? Well with you, and that thou mayest live long. Those are the keys. So we don't just rejoice that he said, I'll be fruitful and multiply. Uh, when your gold and silver is multiplied, glory to God. What are the keys? To experiencing or accessing that multiplication. Number one, which I think by now you should, get, you should almost be tired of me saying, the first key is what? Who can suggest? The first key 
Salvation Guinea. We are saved. What? Sing. We can't get tired of that. Singing. From our prophetic word for the year, Isaiah 54. Are you here, Kenny? Yeah. Isaiah 54 from verse 1. What did he say? Oh, fruitful. Barren. That is the key to your fruitfulness. Barrenness in business, barrenness in body. He says, sing. Oh, barren, you who have not born, have not had the fruit. You have not seen the fruit, but I, I need you to sing. He says, sing, oh, barren, you who have not born, break forth into what? In case you don't understand the first line, hey, break forth into singing. And this kind of song, you cry, what? Aloud. You have not labored with child. You've not seen some results in your financial account. You've not seen fruit of the womb. He said, sing. Break forth into singing. You have not labored with child. Why? For more are the children of the desolate, the dry. That means it's singing that turns the wilderness into a fruitful place. Desolate means an empty place, a dry place. Nothing is happening. But as you begin to sing, things are going to happen. Glory to God. So more are the children of the uh, 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 desolate than the children of the married woman, says the Lord. Verse 2. Verse 2 says, enlarge the place. This was the scripture we got into this year with for those that just joined this church. You know, and God helped her to enlarge <laughs> The tent or this facility. He said, let them stretch out the curtains of your dwellings. He said, don't, don't spare. Lengthen your cords. Strengthen your stakes. God, God is so amazing. This, this verse, I remember praying about the uh, end of last year. When he said, strengthen your stakes. And I asked our project leader, how strong are the stanchions? Is it strong enough to hold down? He said, this foundation is about 60 million, right? 61 million. But that's you are standing on. Glory to God. It took a lot. Strengthen your state because something big is going to happen. Verse, verse 3, hallelujah. For you shall expand. Say, I will expand. Uh, I will grow. Say, for you shall expand to the right, to the left, and your descendants, your people will take over the nations. I prophesy over this church that as you step out into the month of August, you are taking over the nation. You are taking over territories. You are taking over spheres of influence. Can we have this verse in the easy-to-read version? He said, you will expand to the right or the left, and your people will inherit the nations and make the desolate places to be inhabited. Look at this. It says, because you will do what? Grow. That is multiplication. You will grow in all I see people opening new, new doors, I mean, new branches, new chapters of their businesses, both home and abroad. I see, I, I see you expanding. You started with one this year. You will never end with one at the end of the year. The God of multiplication will show up in Jesus' name. You have three clients now since January to August. I pray that that three will become 30 by the blessings of God in Jesus' name. He said, be fruitful and multiply. Isaiah 32 verse 15. So you sing. Singing. It's working. I still did singing in the night and then this morning. And thank God for Sister Buki. I need to really pay you royalty because the, 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 one I, the, the songs I've played ah, between December and now, I should give you like 25 million. I didn't say Naira. I didn't say uh, 25 million cover. What's that? Uh. <laughs> okay, man. I receive that. <laughs> I mean, just dancing. There are times I want to pray about something, and I'm praying, and I'm struggling. God said, can you sing? I said, are you sure? 
Think about it. And then I put on the thing, you know, I didn't know. You will honor me this way. Then one of the Holy Spirit said, that thing you are trusting me for, imagine you've gotten it. How would you have praised me? That's what I mean by that verse 1. So that song that says, I didn't know you will honor me this way, makes a lot of meaning. But that thing you are looking at, when it happens, is a form of honor. I didn't know you will favor me this way. That thing you are looking for is a new thing, isn't it? But because you have not seen it, you are now thinking it can never happen. But if you believe that he has done it, then you can sing. And it has never stopped. For those who don't understand um, the Yoruba language, means he's doing something new and it's, and it's what? It's not stopping. You will see new things in August. I'm so excited about today because it's the first day of August. What a, what, a, what, a, what a great time. What a great time to be alive. First day of the eighth month. Wow. Isaiah 32 verse 15, uh, many years ago when I was sailing through Larry, we were not growing, you know, and for a pastor, if you're, if you're leading a church and it's not growing, you get bothered. So I remember I had to pray, Lord, is there anything wrong? Did you even call me in the first place? Where am I missing it? What, where, you know, and he said, can you concentrate on worship? And he gave me this verse, or he gave us this verse. He said, until the Spirit is poured upon us from on high, and the wilderness becomes what? That wilderness means a desolate place. And the desolate place becomes a fruitful field, and that fruitful field becomes a forest. Can you see the conversion from wilderness, an empty place, becomes fruitful, and then as you continue with the outpouring of the Spirit, it's now a forest. That is dramatic change, right? From wilderness to a forest. And I said, Lord, what is the key to the outpouring of the Spirit? He said, worship. I will enter into his gates with what? Thanksgiving in my heart. So he said, we should concentrate on worship. So I remember those days in the midweek service. In fact, that was what led to the upgrading of the worship quality of our church. We just upgraded, we started worshiping God, and church just exploded. We were having five services on Sunday morning, and then two services midweek. It will repeat itself here in the name of Jesus. Let your amen. Some of you are just saying amen. I'll just say amen. Say it. <laughs> Jerusalem shall be inhabited as cities without walls. Five services, 6.30 a.m. till like 1.30 every Sunday. And then we move to National Theater, and then God said we should move back. We'll move back from National Theater. And then I said, God, should we move back from National Theater? Ha, ah, how do we do it? He said, I will give you your own National Theater. I said, Are you sure? But this is National Theater. This is bigger, far bigger than what we had National Theater. Until the Spirit be poured on us from on high, and the wilderness becomes a fruitful field, and a fruitful field becomes a forest. So as you sing in your place of work, when you go to office tomorrow or this evening, you know, just worship God. Take 10 minutes and dance there. You get home this night, worship God and see the wilderness converted to a fruitful field. Number two, so the first one is singing. Number two is sowing. And by the way, the singing is on two levels. For us as a church, the corporate level as a church, which we are doing today. Thank God we have a psalmist and a miss. We just sing and praise God. And then personally, you ensure that you are singing. Don't, don't, don't assume it, like my pastor said to me, if possible, schedule it. That, okay, every 11 p.m. I will dance, or every 8 p.m. I will dance for 30 minutes. Don't leave it to chance. If not, a whole week we just go, you won't do anything. 
Schedule it. Is it three times a week? Is it a particular time during the day? Okay, the, no, the, the next key to multiplication is sowing. Sowing. Galatians chapter 6, verse 7. Your financial stewardship in the covenant is key to your financial multiplication. And we all, we all say, whatever a man sows, that shall live. So look at this verse. It says, do not be deceived. Don't be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that he will what? Also reap. And reaping is multiplication. Verse 8 if you can just get the next verse, for he who sows to his flesh will of the flesh reap corruption, for, but he who sows to the spirit will of the spirit reap everlasting life. Verse 9, and let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Verse 10, therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all, especially to those who have the household of faith. Be a blessing to God's kingdom. Be a blessing to people. The things you sow today is what you will reap. Financial seed will give back to financial harvest. God is not mocked. Your financial stewardship in the covenant, a work with God determines the harvest that comes your way. Now, the, the, the harvest comes, you know, somebody asks me, well, how do you get harvest? Harvest comes in form of favor. Favor. Favor on your job makes the difference. Creative ideas makes the difference. New open doors. You just get a call that we, we, we heard of your music, we heard of your product, we, we, we noticed that you do this, can you do this for us? We have amazing testimonies in this church that, that you are talented does not mean you are favored. It is favor on your gift. It is favor on your hard work or labor that makes the difference. In fact, there are people that seem to be less talented than you are, but their level of favor is so high, they have more money than you. And that's why you are angry. You backbite them. Because you know that you are more talented. You know you are more gifted. But that doesn't make great. It is the blessing of the Lord that make it rich and added no sorrow with it. And that blessing, you know, one of the keys to that blessing is kingdom stewardship in your finances. Let's look at 2 Corinthians or 1 Corinthians 9 verse 6. The giving covenant enables us to worship God with our resources. And also, the giving covenant is also a planting covenant. Sometimes people react, how do they say giving in church should be sowing? I thought uh, I should just be giving because I love God. We give because we love Him. We give uh, in worship of Him. But He also said in, in His Word that when you give, you are planting. We receive everything then. Is it 2 Corinthians 9, 6 or 1 Corinthians, uh, which one? Okay. No, no, this is not the right one. <laughs> it's not Barnabas and Paul. It's second, maybe 2 Corinthians 9, 6. Okay. So multiplication comes through open doors, um, creative solutions, promotions, profitable ideas, favor. He says, but this I say, he who sows sparingly will also reap what? And he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. Now, if you leave this verse by itself, you wonder, what's he saying? Sow, reap. Is it agriculture? But the next verse helps you to qualify it. Verse 7. It says, so let each one give. So that means giving is sowing. So let each one give as a purposes in his heart, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God does what? Loves a cheerful giver. 
And that helps you to understand the kind of giving that works. Cheerfulness in your giving. In verse 10 of that same uh, uh, chapter, verse 10, it says, Now may he who supplies seed to... I, I was saying something online, I think last week. Some people don't have money to give because they're not givers. God gives money to the sower. Are you a sower or a giver? I mean, do you know I use that to even get things from God? If I feel that I ought to bless you with something or kingdom project, I say, Lord, this is my desire. I want to sow this. I want to do this for your kingdom. Then you are the one that ministers seed to who? The sower. So he brings an opportunity for that money to enter my hand. This. Uh, last week, my mom clogged um, 79. So I wanted to give her some money. But I'd, I'd spent a lot. So I said, Lord, I have to send this money tomorrow. It's a bad day. 79 should be 80 next year. So I told Pastor Bimbo the list of things to buy. The money was not there because we spent a lot on some other things. So the morning, somebody came to visit me in the office, and it was his birthday, and he said, Pastor God said I should give you this money. I just smiled, and as I opened it, it was 100,000. So I removed my tithe from me and said, if you have 90,000, what I'm looking for is 80,000. So I said, is it thousand? I said, baby, uh, just drive by the office. You might have to use cash for it. I just give her the cash. He ministered seed. Uh, you are too stingy. That's the money is not coming in your hand. You want people to give you things. You are not blessing people. If you are here and you desire to give a million for kingdom project between now and December, God will organize how your business will explode to a level where you'll be able to carve out a million for him. Are you a sower? Don't say God. Dummy woo. Sorry, what's dummy woo in English? Test me. Mm -mm. Are you a sower in your heart? <laughs> now may he who supply seed to the sower and bread for food, supply and what? Multiply the seed you have sown. This is good. He supplies the seed, I give, and then he multiplies the seed. Oh my good Lord. Now may he who supplies the seed to the sower and bread for food, supply and multiply the seed you have sown. If you sow mango, you reap mango. It has never happened, though, except, I don't know, in some villages in Nigeria, I don't know, that you plant mango and you now reap um, oranges. Or maybe it happens on WhatsApp. Some videos that you see, is a monkey and a lion, they met, gave back to kangaroo. As someone will be posting it, they see what's happening. The world has changed, though. Monkey and, and kangaroo came together. Praise the Lord. Finally, so we have singing, we have sewing, and then we have soul winning. <laughs> that one is the master key to destiny multiplication. That one uh, it affects your person, your, your spiritual life, your business, your career. Mark 10, Mark 10 verse, uh, is it 28? Mark 10, 28. And thankfully, we're in a soul winning season for the next seven weeks as a church. Dive into it. Take advantage of it. Nothing, nothing multiplies you like commitment to kingdom advancement. A Christian that is spiritually barren might end up becoming business barren. You must be fruitful. You must flow out to others. 
You must be a blessing. And the capital way of blessing somebody is spiritual blessing. You give somebody money, the money can finish. But Jesus can never finish. I, I said Jesus can never finish. And Peter began to say to him, see, we have left all and followed you. Verse 29, verse 29. Uh, he says, so Jesus answered and said, Assuredly, I said to you, there is no one who has left house or brothers or sisters or father or mother or wife or lands or children for my sake and the gospel. Anytime you step out for gospel's sake, verse, uh, verse uh, 30, he says, Who shall not receive a hundredfold? That is multiplication. You can rescue others from hell and live in hell. You can rescue others from darkness and live in darkness. No. So as a church, we're raising the soul-winning temperature this uh, seven weeks, beginning from this week up until the end of September. Every one person must do their part. There must be somebody on your street, somebody in your office, somebody in your office, an intern, a colleague, a relative, that the light is either low or they don't have the light at all. When I say light low, their spiritual life is out. And that's, and that's dangerous. You help them raise the bar, or they don't even have the light. They don't know Jesus. You minister to them intentionally, aggressively, committedly. One pastor said, you are a failure as a Christian if nobody is thanking God that they got saved through you. That people are not saying, ah, thank God, um, Joshua ministered to me. Thank God, um, um, Lide uh, spoke to me two years ago. Thank God that person spoke to me on the street uh, 18 years ago. If nobody's saying that, then there's a problem. So multiplication comes through soul winning. How do we go about it this season? You pray first before you step out. If you go out without praying, you might not see fruits. You pray that people's heart be open first. I call it prayer rich. The Lord today in my office. And if you know the person you are even targeting, mention the name straight. Or their names. The Lord has speak to Kenny this week. Open her heart. Give me favor. Give me utterance. Let the light you've given me showcase in her life. Prayer rich. And then we also have what we call partner rich. Two are always better than one. He said, go to the streets and minister to people. Pick up a friend in the church, your husband or your wife or another member of the church, and then step out on Friday afternoon or Saturday morning or Saturday afternoon, you know, and then go and minister to people. And then we have the blessing reach. My pastor does that, and I think that's going to be helpful as areas also come together for outreaches. Anytime you go to a place, marketplace, and you begin to bless people, everybody says amen. Have you noticed that? Nobody rejects blessings. Even when they are stuck, evil people. You, you can't be saying, you will see the end of this year, hell and hearty. Every, you just say, amen from one corner. Amen. And just start blessing people. Start blessing. That's, that's what my pastor does when he goes for outreaches. You just go to one mechanic place and then bring out the megaphone from his car and begin to bless them in vernacular. And as he's blessing, people just gather. And then that's that. This blessing is from Jesus. That is the raw truth. Nothing else can bless you like this. Do you have Jesus in your life? I'm blessing you today. You too can bless others if you have that same blessed Jesus in your heart. Sin is wrecking your life. Sin is destroying your marriage. 
But with Jesus in your life, your life will change. And then a few minutes, if you're here, you want to respond to Jesus. You don't preach the church. You preach who? Please. We're not, yeah, we're going to give us IVs to invite people. You're not going out and say, our church loves you. Our church will save you. No, church doesn't save people. We are preaching Jesus. You are inviting them to church to preserve the harvest. Please, if someone you meet and you minister to says he's already in a particular church serving, leave them. Don't say, which church is that one? What's the name? Which is the name? That one not be church. No, don't do that. Because some, some people don't understand that, that, that church. I know that church. If I tell you story about that church, you go wrong. Our church, the authentic church. In fact, we just built one big place. You need to enter the place. No, don't do that. If it's in that church, but when somebody is talking, you will know if they are spiritually stable or not. Then you can be more aggressive and say, come, get me your number, get me your name. And then when, they, when you, after the service, give me a call. Aggressive harvest. Glory to God. And the days will come when 50 people in church, 100 people, will be pointing at, it was that Mr. Austin that reached out to us in his solo. It was that um, uh, Bisola that spoke to me in the office two years ago. See my life now, I- I'm better off. That will be our testimony in Jesus' name. Amen. So from next week Sunday, you will wrap, so, come, let me wrap you. You will wrap somebody to church. Don't ever come alone. If you like, if you forget, on Sunday morning, just go to any marketplace. Oh. I say, you, you, you have to follow me. You won't allow me to enter the service. Uh-huh. You don't come alone next Sunday. It might be your staff at home. It might be your security man. It might be your uncle. Minister to them and come with them next Sunday. And make them stay. And then the next week, for seven weeks, it's easier for you to pray for seven weeks and fasting to say God should bless you. Now do kingdom advancement for seven weeks. And see what God will do with your life or with our life. Are you understanding me? Uh-huh. If you have to bribe somebody to bring them, that's a personal business. He said, please take 5,000, follow me to church. <laughs> please sit down. <laughs> or you tell somebody, see, it's seven, seven people. If you can come for you, come for seven. I will give you some time. I live for seven weeks. <laughs> Maybe by the third week, the word would have hit the person. And that Buddha came to church looking for women. Some of the men looking at me. Yeah, the first time they came to this church, it was they said plenty of ladies there for that church. And they came and sat down. And as they were sitting and they were looking in on the girls did this church. Oh. And as he looked at the girl, God is and God arrested them. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Please rise up on your feet this morning. Glory to God. Can we give thanks to God for the month of August? We're gonna sing. Okay, um, singing, sowing, and soul winning. Hallelujah. Let's thank him for the month of August. Let's praise him for the month of August. Thank him. Thank you, Lord. You've been faithful, Lord, from the ages past. That is why your name Olorukola is forevermore. You alone are worthy, Lord. You, you alone are worthy, Lord. To be praised and adored. You alone, God. You alone are worthy, Lord. To be praised and adored. 
service this morning and you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior or you are out of light you are saved but something went wrong, sin came in I want to pray for such individuals just by a show of hand the most sincere you can be this morning by a show of hands I want to pray God bless you, just lift one hand up and I will pray with you, if you're online and you're watching from any part of the world, maybe you stumbled on our, on our broadcast this morning and you are not saved and you want to dedicate your life to Jesus, just put one hand up God bless you, just, I can see your hand man there's a lady there, God bless you, if you're joining them, just put one hand up and then put the other hand on your chest it's not religion I'm preaching to you, it's Jesus. He saves, he saves. Thank you, there's a hand here, God bless you, sir. Please, let's put up our hands well. It's a joyful thing, we all did it, we all did it, you know, at, at various times of our lives. It's a joyful thing you are doing. Uh, now, if you're putting up your hand, begin to speak after me. Say, Lord Jesus, thank you for bringing me to this service on this first day of August. Today, I ask you to come into my life afresh. Come in today, Jesus, come in to stay. Forgive my sins. You know it all. Wash me by your precious blood. I invite you to become my Lord and Savior. And I believe that you died on the cross for me and you rose up for my justification. And from this moment, I am saved. I am redeemed by your precious blood. Thank you for saving me in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Let me pray with you, Lord. We want to bless you for these precious ones all over the world in our various sites and online. You had their confessions of faith. The power of hell is broken over their lives. They have a new life. Holy Spirit, take hold of them. They will never need to go back to darkness in whatsoever form in Jesus' name. Thank you for complete rescue in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. The ushers, officials, will get a little slip to you. Uh, please, when we get seated, don't be shy. Be bold about it. Fill it well. Fill it appropriately. Our team will need to get back to you as you integrate into this great family of God and grow spiritually. People of God, let's put our hands together for these precious people. Welcome um, to the family. Please put your hands together as we have your seats. A man is not old until he stops learning. When you stop learning, you start dying. Learning is the key to greatness. Join us every Sunday at Global Impact Church for three great services. 7 a.m., 9 a.m., and 11 a.m. At The Goodland, Ifako Bus Stop, Oworonshoki, Ogbudu Expressway, Lagos, Nigeria. Host, Yemi and Bimbo Davids. For inquiries, visit www.globalimpactng.org. Global Impact Church. Think greatness. Achieve greatness. Greatness.